Hello, dear listener. Thank you for joining us for episode 22 of Basement Gaming. My name is Herb, and I'm joined by my dear cousin Brigham. Hello there. On this week's episode, we discuss pros and cons of buying next-generation consoles at launch. And what are we excited to see in this next generation of gaming? As always, please please feel free to follow us on Twitter and reach out to us with topic ideas and questions at BasementGaming9. And also follow us on your podcast app of choice to stay up to date with new episodes. With the formalities out of the way, welcome to Basement Gaming. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. <laughs> Bring them. We are here. We are indeed 22. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. The podcast is 22. <laughs> kind of. I don't <laughs> want to be 22 again. That wasn't that great. <laughs> 22? What was I doing when I was 22? Maybe you were in oh, Michigan. Yeah. You were coming yeah, back. Yeah, well, I think I, yeah, probably. I was in Mexico. Living it up, I guess. Partially. No, actually, no, no. I was, I was, I was in Utah. Then. I was yeah. back. I was playing the PS4. It was a brand new console. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. How times have changed. We are very far away from that now. Yeah, another another week closer to console launch. I'm very excited. I'm sure you are too. You already have your pre-order. I'm going to be staying up till midnight. Oh, here's the thing. <laughs> I still don't know if the launch is going to happen at midnight or if it's going to be at like 5 a.m. or something. So hopefully Sony does a little bit better this time and like actually tells us the time to get online to try to buy this thing but either way i'll be up at midnight <laughs> to try to mm-hmm. get it but uh yeah 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 i'm pretty excited about it i actually just got charged on my credit card today for the uh, xbox series s purchase that i pre-ordered uh so i guess that means they are shipping it soon or have shipped it oh, there's no turning back now wait does it come out the same day when does it come out the 10th the 10th two days earlier oh man seven days yeah. we're going it's exciting. Seven days, one week. We're recording Although, this on uh, Tuesday, November the third, election night. Everyone, hopefully you voted. Yes, <laughs> we are like we. Uh, I have the map here on my side monitor, just like checking over it. So if my uh, voice kind of changes a little bit throughout the recording, you know why. Anyway, here we are. <laughs> Gaming, fun stuff. <laughs> Gaming, yeah. Speaking of this new Xboxes too, I just want to add, I'm a little bit worried about uh, what's going to happen with the Xbox Series S. There's been some reports showing certain games that aren't going to be running at uh, 60 frames per second on the Series S, and that games that run at 120 frames won't even be at 1080p. They'll be like at 900p at 120 frames per second, which kind of has me worried. Like, ooh, like I really hope that's like an outlier. At the, at, the, at the same time, it's like my TV doesn't even have 120 FPS, 120 hertz. So it's like, as long as it can run 60K or, or 60 FPS, I'm okay. But I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of worried about that. I'm kind of worried that I made the wrong choice and should have gotten the X, but we will see. So remind me again, does the S, the S does not have 4K gaming? No, the S is supposed to do... Everything that the X does except the 4K part. So like okay. ray tracing, high frame rates, all you know, solid state drive, all that other stuff. It just runs it at 1080p or 1440p instead of 4K. Okay. That's still pretty good. But if they actually deliver on that, I guess. Yeah, that's um, the thing. We'll see if they deliver. Yeah, that should be pretty good. So yeah, this week, um, Superfan Zach linked us a fun video explaining why we should not buy a console at launch. He linked it to us on our Twitter at Basement Gaming Nine, and it was pretty funny. We both watched it before starting here, but um, 
I I have some rebuttals because this has been on my mind all week, essentially. And I feel slighted. I took it personally, Brigham, because obviously we're both taking against this advice and we are in fact buying a console at launch. So uh, let's go with your first thoughts in this video, Brigham, just right off the bat. Because they they came out with three three points here that I think we should uh, tackle. What what was your like overall thoughts on the video though? Um, I thought it was really good. I think it made a lot of really valid points that I always think about, and that we actually talked about too in a in a previous podcast about why we weren't originally going to buy new consoles. But you know, it's just the hype. Once you get hyped up about a new console, all that rational thought and reasoning just goes out the window. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that was the funniest thing about it was. Literally a few months ago, when we first started the podcast, really, we were just like, yeah, I don't know, man. This doesn't really, <laughs> I don't really want to get this at launch. There's nothing really here that's telling me to get it at launch. And then as more news came out and more games came out and got revealed and we just kind of got on the train a little bit and then the train started picking up speed and here we are months later and you got one pre-ordered and I'm sitting here just hoping that I'll get mine at least within a week of release. So yeah, our minds changed, obviously. So we're going to go over some of these points here. We're, the, the video is linked. It's uh, by Brental Floss YouTube channel. You can look it up. It's Game Launch Rock. So the first point it made was not enough games, essentially. It just says it takes a year or two to launch good games, even if they say that they're launching games. The good games usually take about a year or two to come out, and you just buy a console, essentially just like have it sitting around. Uh, your thoughts on that are what, Brigham? <laughs> yeah, it's so true. Like, I think back on the PS4 and all the games that were good on the PS4 that came out at launch were also on PS3 and, you know, Xbox 360. And the games that were exclusive to just PS4 at launch, I couldn't even tell you those games, honestly. Like, I think there, were, there was like a Warzone. No, there was a... I can't tell you the names. Like, they're, they're just... like They're like basically non-existent. And it's kind of how it is with this this uh generation as well i mean we have spider-man miles morales coming out which looks really good but that's a ps4 and ps5 game same thing with demon souls remake looks really good it's also coming to ps4 and the xbox series x they don't even have any like new games coming out like they were gonna come out with halo but even when they were gonna come out with halo that game was gonna be an xbox one game as well you know so it's totally true and i think with covid and, you know, the economy where it is, I think you're, you're going to see that exacerbated even more where these companies are going to be less inclined to make games only for the newest consoles whenever a lot of people aren't going to be able to afford buying the newest consoles. So that is a reality, I think. All right. Here, here's a little pushback, though. So, yeah, I think you're right. When the PS4 came out, um, what was that game? The Second Second Sons? Not Second Sons. Infamous, Infamous Second Sense, yeah. Yeah, or, yeah. So that was the, like probably the biggest game or probably the best game I played on PS4 around launch was that game. It was quite fun. But I think the pushback I have for this is, unlike you, I don't have, I don't currently have a 4K TV. So I've never gamed in 4K. So when it comes to like Spider-Man, Cyberpunk, Assassin's Creed, and God of War, that's also coming out in 2021. And like, I feel like there are a couple of games that are coming out in 2021 that look like they're at least worth trying. And I think the biggest thing for me here is just, I do think there is a bit of a jump in terms of like the quality of the game and how it's going to look and feel. 
from PS4 to PS5 at launch. Um, we're going to go over that a little bit later, but I think that's something that happens is that there is a bit of a jump right at launch, but like you said, it does take a little while for the games to catch up to the full potential of the console. Because when we look back at the PS4 and the PS3, to be honest, the full potential of the console doesn't really show up until the last, let's say, five AAA titles come out. And that's usually mm-hmm. near the end of the generation. So I do I do think we are we're kind of falling back into like old habits, essentially, just because we really want, at least for me, I really want to play these games at the highest potential output that the game could can can do because like that's essentially what i'm waiting for like i'm not buying spider-man i'm not buying assassin's creed um i'm not buying uh what's that watchdogs legions yeah that's also out right now actually i could play it right now on ps4 but it's like no i'm gonna wait it out and i just have like a nice little library of games that i can play on ps5 and obviously like you said like people with like financial strains could say it's just like why would I spend the money? Especially me, like I'm gonna be spending money on the console and pop in like a 4K TV right afterwards. So <laughs> I'm looking at like quite a bit of an expense for the holiday season here, everyone. Not something that everyone would like to do right off the bat. So I do I do see the point. But I'm I'm a hobbyist, I guess, and I don't mind spending money on gaming. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I think it is kind of nice, too, though, with the new consoles, even though that they may be playing the same game. It's just with the fact they have a solid state drive, they're going to be running so much faster. So in, and like you were saying, with the 4K TV, you can play at a higher resolution. So yeah, there are there are some like instant differences that you'll see this generation that I don't think that you had the pleasure of as much with the last generation. So that is very true. And for me yeah. personally, I don't have an Xbox One. So like having Xbox Series S, just the fact that I have access to Xbox Game Pass now, that for me, that's like the big thing that I'm excited about. So Yeah, and I do agree that after the initial launch of games, let's say in 2022, there is like a lag time between the initial launch and other AAA games that come out and are just amazing. Because I think it just takes a while for the, for the developers to just catch up. Like I said on the video, it just... Those first couple of games are almost like an advertisement for what the console can really do and the real potential of it comes a little later. So I do kind of agree with this point, but for someone that just hasn't played a game on the PS4 since Last of Us, really, mm-hmm. it's been a while since I'm just like, I really want to play something new that's going to be really good and have really good graphics. So that's why I'm excited for the initial launch games but there is a good point here that maybe you could wait <laughs> yeah yeah that's for that, that is true with that the second point which i really just disagree with flat out was um a bad os so the video says that the, the os is going to be a mess it's probably going to need to be patched quite a bit along the way and that's true the os probably will get patched within the first two weeks to be honest really because mm-hmm. there's always bugs and all of that but I've never really had like a significant problem with the OS of a new console. Have you? No, it's kind of surprising too. I didn't even know that was an argument that people would make. Um, I, I personally, when I used the PS4 for the first time, I didn't notice anything. And if there are 
any issues with PS5 or the series Xbox series consoles, I don't think that it's that big of a deal. <laughs> like, I don't know. That's always something that I was like, oh, just wait a few months. You know, it's like kink, they roll up the kinks. But I'm the same kind of person that always updates my phone day one. So maybe I'm just not right. that kind of person that likes to wait till updates are out for things. So to be clear, I mean, they did. This point was made very slightly. It just kind of it was just a one line thing they said. But I mean, whenever you see online that there are people that go online and say, oh, my PS4 was dead on arrival or this thing doesn't work or this, that thing doesn't work. That's just going to happen. You're making millions of units or something. What are the odds that all of them work perfectly? Pretty slim. So there is a there is that possibility whenever you buy any kind of tech that it's dead on arrival or something's wrong with the OS or something immediately when you open it and it'll just get patched out. But I feel like the mat, the mass majority of us is going to get a PS5 or an Xbox Series X or S, and it's going to work perfectly fine right out of the box. So this was just kind of like a fun thing that they just threw in there, I think. Mm-hmm. I, I doubt it was very serious. I mean, this whole video is not very serious. It's just a fun thing that's just kind of making some good points, I think. So that one was a quick one that I just haven't had any experience with. If someone has had this experience, uh, I'm sorry. You could just like return it, I guess, and get a new one. But... The next one I do think is the big one here is the price drops within a year or two after after the original launch. So we looked this up. The PS4 Slim released $100 cheaper than the PS4, the original PS4. And it was released, I do believe, like like two years afterwards? Two years. Was it only two years? Wow, that's crazy. It wasn't very long. I'm looking There's at no way. right now. So the PS4... Released in 2013, right? PS4 Slim. It was released three years later, 2016, September 7th, 2016. So mm. it was three years later the PS4 Slim came out $100 cheaper. So I guess if you really want to wait that long, you there is a very high possibility that a Slim version or some sort of dumbed-down version of the PS5 will come out two to three years later. Uh, especially because it's the PS5 original version is pretty future-proofed. It's, it goes up to 8K right now, and... Unlike the PS4 that came out, you know, at 1080p gaming, they put out the PS4 Pro, which did 4K gaming near the end of the generation. So the PS4 was not very future proofed. It got it got outdone by its by its successors pretty quickly, I, I would say, in terms of pricing and power, to be honest. Like the PS5, the PS4 Pro obviously was more expensive, but it's obviously a way better console. Mm-hmm. So that one, I'm kind of like, I kind of half agree, I would say. This is definitely something that comes up for like someone that's really not that into console gaming. Like, if you can wait a couple of years, yes, you'll get one that's probably $100 cheaper. But how many people that are listening to this podcast really would want to wait that long? You mean, you know? <coughs> yeah, I'm, I'm kind of the same way. I mean, it's kind of hard for me to say because part of the reason why I got the Xbox Series S instead of the X is because I am kind of just waiting on getting it and getting the X in a couple of years whenever it's cheaper. So I, I do understand that mentality. And I think also it makes a bit more sense now because I don't think we're going to get any new generation exclusive games until two years out. You know, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't understand someone waiting until the first game they really want to play and they can't play on their current gen waiting until that moment comes and then buying a new console. But I think if you're just, but yeah, I don't know how many people who are enthusiasts like us wait a couple years just for the price to go down. Cause I feel like if you're like this in the known, if you, I mean, obviously if you, if you, if you can afford it, like you're going to want to buy it as soon as possible, you know? 
Yeah. I mean, I did end up getting a, a slim eventually. It's a whole thing. I'm not going to get into what happened to my original PS4, but <laughs> I did get a slim eventually. And it was like 250 by the time I got it. And it was a great deal. But yeah, I would not. I would not wait. I, I feel like most people wouldn't wait, especially if you're really excited for next gen. And with this with this PS5, I do feel it's pretty future proof. We can get into this now is really what we're really excited about for this next generation, what we think the next seven to 10 years of this console is going to be like, what we feel might be the new frontier, I'd say. Right off the bat is AK Gaming. Right now, not a lot of people have an AK TV. There's really zero reason for you to have one right now. But I feel like they really saw the future here by just being like, yeah, this does 4K, but it also does 8K. So you're ready for like whenever five years from now, 8K inevitably becomes a thing. Just like five years ago, 4K wasn't a thing when the PS PS4 came out originally. So no one was thinking about 4K. So I, everyone had a 1080p TV. And then the, the Pro comes out right around the time 4K was really getting to be more and more of a thing. So yeah, I feel like Sony is just like, ah, let's just put it out in one shot. So that, I think that's the first thing I would say is like, okay, what is that going to look like? Because yeah. I do feel like it's going to be a vast difference between, especially from 1080p. What do you think? Yeah, and my thing too, I kind of don't really like that as much just because I feel like future-proofing for consoles, like by the time we get around to 8K resolution being like a valid thing to have on consoles, there's going to be a, a newer console out that does it better or the console that you bought that thing that could run at 8K. So like the, the you know, the, the launch PS5, by that point, the launch PS5 will be like half the price. Like, cause it's not coming 8K resolution gaming for casual for, you know, on every, on for everybody isn't going to happen anytime soon. So I don't know. I, I kind of feel like that's just, that's just kind of like a, fancy advertising thing that they were doing it for, for me personally it doesn't affect like my opinion on whether i want to buy the console in any way i guess i was just making excuses for them it really doesn't affect me either i definitely didn't get this console because oh maybe i'll get to play 8k one day maybe i will i don't know but i don't i don't think that's another console will do it better unless it's coming from one of these uh companies oh yeah but, yeah i'm sure but i'm just saying like by the time 8k resolution becomes a thing there's going to be the PS5 Pro that does it 8K resolution at 120 frames per second. And it costs only, you know, 400 or 500 bucks, which is how much you paid for the base PS4 or PS5. You know what I mean? So right. I guess that's just the point that I'm saying. So that's why it's like, I don't really want to like think about, I don't think about future proofing that much when I buy the consoles, just because I know that, especially now with, where they're iterating on consoles and having you know, the pro versions and slim versions and stuff like that. It's like phones where it's, it's like after it feels like it's going to be like phones or like after a couple of years, your console is outdated and you got to buy a new one to have all the fancy new gadgets. And, and this is just me um, theorizing because we don't know that for sure yet. But yeah, would you would you buy a new console if if yours got outdated? Because I feel like I wouldn't. I, I stuck with my PS3 the whole generation, the big old beefy one. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I guess I I, I personally wouldn't. But at the same time, if I knew that a better one was coming out soon, like I did with right now with Xbox, like I was going to buy an Xbox One X, but I knew that the series, the, the new consoles, whatever they were going to be called, were going to be coming out soon. So I just waited. And I feel like that's what I would do with the new consoles. Like if I was about to buy a new TV and I knew I was going to buy an 8K TV soon, I would just wait to get a PS5 until the PS5 Pro came out. Yeah, I think I just brought that up as a bit of a counter argument to the whole yeah. to the whole thing 
definitely for me, I'm definitely on the boat where I would just not get a new console because, especially, I do most of my my gaming on PC anyways. So the whole console thing for me has always just been like a game that I know it's not really going to be a multiplayer thing and I could just play by myself and I want to play on my TV. I'll just mm-hmm. play that on my console. So I've always been okay when if my console just lag, lags behind in terms of like when a pro comes out or a sim comes out, especially the sim version. I, I don't know. The sim version is only great for like a gift or something. If you're giving it to a child, I don't know. There's no point in getting a PS4 Slim if you have a PS4, I think. Yeah, that's very true. So I don't know if they're going to keep doing that. But yeah, that's just something I brought up. What What would you say is the biggest thing you're excited about for this generation? Like, what do you think this generation is going to take us? At the end of it, where, where are we going to be? Oh, man, such a good question. People get really excited about like resolutions and, you know, like 4K resolution and stuff like that. I don't really care that much about that. I don't even care as much about the frame rates as much although i do care about that more than resolution i care more about like the systems that they're going to be implementing and i'm really excited about you know xbox's x cloud and playstation you know they had the ps now that they've been kind of iterating on over the years just kind of seeing like how cloud gaming is going to take part seeing how if if we're going to get to a point where almost all the games are cross-play between consoles like that that's the kind of stuff that like I'm really excited about and I kind of hope that by the end of this generation you know cross play between PC, PlayStation, and Xbox is just like a common thing um being able to play your games on the go on your phone or tablet like like maybe like streaming it through your console to your phone or something I hope that's just like a normal thing like I, I hope that's like what the future of gaming is yeah a little bit more accessibility mhm it's think- like new new stuff yeah yeah I think the way we play the games, like you said, is definitely going to be a bit different. One thing that I thought was pretty cool was whenever you look deeper into the controller for the PS5 and how just like a small thing, like the haptic feedback thing they're doing with the mm-hmm. with the paddles, not the paddles, the triggers. The triggers, yeah. I think just that might be just a, a peek into what they're trying to do with the new console. It's just different ways that you're going to experience the gameplay. And that's probably just one step towards that. And I do want to see how how much they expand on that. How much are they going to try to increase our experience playing the game? And the best way to do that, obviously, is just by designing the games differently. But the comp- the console does need to be able to complement that somehow. So I'm excited to see how when we just start off, especially when we just start off, how is that co- controller going to really affect my gameplay? I don't think it's going to affect it too much. I think this is a pretty small change but it is a change you know because controllers have been the same for however long so i'm I'm just really excited to see a bit of a change so we'll see how creative they get later on in the generation just like how how is a game going to be different when we play it when we plug it into the tv how is it going to look different and those systems that you said definitely would be pretty interesting different ways to stream games cloud the cloud system is going to be interesting yeah it's, it's hard to see it's hard to see ahead who knows like the vr might be better with ps5 vr so that's that might be another thing we talked about mm-hmm. vr a little bit last year last week and like how we want to see it get better maybe it will get better with this generation yeah that'd be interesting if they have a vr version too and i wonder if xbox is going to try to do vr stuff i don't think they're gonna have, going to ever make their own VR device, but that'd be cool to see Xbox maybe team up with Steam. I can totally see that happening and making yeah. HTC Vive compatible with the Xbox or something. You know, yeah. I think that'll help push VR forward more. 
But yeah, I think it's kind of, like I said, it's kind of hard to predict exactly where it's going. They're way bigger brains than us trying to work this out, trying to trying to push gaming forward, especially console gaming, because it can be it can be pretty stagnant, I think. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of hard to change a console to keep it accessible to a mass audience and change it to be vastly different from what it was before, you know? Yeah. So we'll have to see. It's, yeah, especially with, you know, computers getting so much more powerful too. People kind of moving towards PC gaming for the high, you know, for the high fidelity kind of experience. So right. I think that consoles, they really find their their niche in just accessibility and making it really easy to just jump in and play. Right. And so, yeah, that's why I think, you know, the fact that PSVR is like the cheapest VR product and the fact that they have like PlayStation Now and Xbox X Cloud and Game Pass and I don't know, all that stuff like that, like, like those kind of like systems and features that's the kind of stuff that gets me excited about consoles so i'm very excited to see what the future is going to be yeah so i guess that's all we got thanks thanks zach for giving us that video it gave us a nice little episode yeah that was a great video about uh if you if you or anyone else out there has anything to share with us that we can talk about on the show please hit us up on basement gaming nine on twitter um don't forget to give us a review on apple podcast because it does help besides that that's all i got Brigham. do you have anything else um that's it thanks for gaming looking forward to hearing everybody's experiences with the new consoles next week right we're this is the last episode before before launch so mm-hmm. look look forward to stories about how i got bamboozled out again of the console because i'm sure that's <laughs> with my luck that's exactly what's gonna happen i'm looking forward to it whether it's a good story or bad story it'll be a story and i think we're all excited to hear it <laughs> all right with that being said thank you for listening to basement gaming see y'all next time peace